This show is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Charleston Coffee Roasters. Charleston Coffee Roasters painstakingly searches the world over for the highest quality coffee beans. They bring them home to Charleston, South Carolina, where slow roasting coaxes out their unique flavor. Along with their promise of great coffee, Charleston Coffee Roasters also pledges to help our planet and local communities. Globally, they support sustainable farming practices. Locally, they partner with the South Carolina Sea Turtle Rescue Program. Visit their website, charlestoncoffeeroasters.com, and use the code COFFEEWITHFRIENDS, all lowercase, all one word, to get 20% off on all bagged coffees. I worked out in Atlanta. I live in Connecticut now, but when I lived in Atlanta, I, I worked out with Kathy. She's an amazing personal trainer, but I hate working out. So I found that if I talked to her enough about her own life and she had all these fascinating stories, I could kind of take it a little bit easier. And so I would always get her to, to talk about her time in Germany because it was so fascinating. And I used to say, someday we're going to write this. Welcome to the Friends and Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. Four New York Times bestselling authors, one rock star librarian, and endless stories. Join Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, and Patty Callahan Henry, along with Ron Block. As novelists, we are four longtime friends with 70 books between us. And I am Ron Block. Please join us for fascinating author interviews and insider talk about publishing and writing. If you love books and are curious about the writing world, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Friends in Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. On the next two episodes, we're going to take a deep dive into the world of Audible Originals. First, with our conversation with Kathy Murray and Martha Hall Kelly, we're going to talk about the Munich Cowboys cheerleaders. And then next, in part two, we're sitting down with Don Katz, founder of Audible. Let's get started. We get really excited when we get to explore and delve into storytelling that might veer from tradition. Today, we are focusing on the phenomenon that is Audible Originals. The demand for audio content has grown exponentially, and Audible Inc. has led the way. Some stories and voices don't fit perfectly in existing models, and their Audible Originals have provided a perfect vehicle for many of these productions. What makes Audible Originals unique is that you can't find the story anywhere but on Audible. I am Ron Block. And I am Patty Callahan-Henry. I am a huge fan of Audible Originals, not only to listen to, but to write for. My novella, Wild Swan, about the incredible life of Florence Nightingale, was an Audible Original, narrated by the astounding Cynthia Erivo, the Tony Award-winning actress. It was an Audiophile Earphones Award winner, a finalist for an Audi, 
And yet these Audible originals are such a new platform. And since here at Writer's Block and Friends in Fiction, we are all about the origin of story, we wanted to explore the history and practice surrounding Audible originals. So we are so honored to have today's guests, the creators of one of the current and most popular titles on Audible Originals, the Munich Cowboys Cheerleaders, Kathy Murray and Martha Hall Kelly. And then we are also thrilled on this episode to talk to the founder and CEO of Audible Inc., Don Katz. First up, we welcome Kathy Murray, a certified personal trainer and fitness guru, along with New York Times bestselling author Martha Hall Kelly. They've recently co-authored the Audible original entitled, again, The Munich Cowboys Cheerleaders, which I devoured in one sitting. And I'm going to tell them both how much I was cheering for this team. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that kind of exuberant about, about cheer squads, but this really got me. <laughs> Uh, it was just quick in one sitting, and I was drawn in by the power and the excitement of this incredible story of determination. So welcome both of you to the podcast. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's great to have you. Most of you know Martha Hall Kelly from her blockbusters, Sunflower Sisters and the Lilac Girls, being only two of them. So before we take a deep dive into the Munich Cowboys cheerleaders, Kathy, can you tell us what it is about? The Munich Cowboy Cheerleaders is, a, is based on my true story of, of quitting my medical sales job in the 90s and going to be a aerobics instructor in Munich, Germany in the 90s. I was a freelance uh, educator, fitness educator then. Once there, I had, of course, a, a cheerleading background where I had cheered for the Ohio State University and winning the national championship there. And I was asked to uh, coach the Munich Cowboys. They cheered. They were German girls. They cheered in English because it was an American football team there in Munich. So that's kind of how the whole thing started. I became their coach in the 90s. They knew nothing about cheerleading. So they were kind of making it up as they were going along. And I agreed to coach them. So it's about my journey in coaching them along with trying to work there, different culture, different language. So it's based upon my true story and coaching the girls. So fascinating. Yes. So Martha, I believe this is your first collaboration, isn't it? It's your first? Yes. Yes. I've always been so jealous of other authors that collaborate and I never thought I could do it, but Kathy and I are good friends. So it, it was really fun. So you have this great author's note at the end. Of the, of, of the Audible original. So yes. tell us a little bit about that and how this came about. What was the first seed of inspiration for you to collaborate in this way? Well, for me, I worked out in Atlanta. I live in Connecticut now, but when I lived in Atlanta, I, I worked out with Kathy. She's an amazing personal trainer, but I hate working out. So I found that if I talked to her enough about her own life, and she had all these fascinating stories, I could kind of take it a little bit easier. And so I would always get her to, to talk about her time in Germany, because it was so fascinating. And I, I used to say, someday, we're going to write this. And I think both of us, I, I don't know if either one of us really thought that that would ever happen. But it's, it's just amazing that it, it finally came true. 
Yes. I was again, I was training Martha. Uh, she was referred to me by her physician, who I was currently training. And she was shopping her uh, lilac girls. And, you know, it's a personal trainer has a dual relationship as a therapist yes. <laughs> and, and a trainer. So, sure. Sure, sure. Our- <laughs> <laughs> so she would tell me about, you know, writing it. And of course, of course, you know, we're friends, too. And I was very encouraging and I kind of felt like I was I was writing the shopping it, too. And I would always tell her about my the different stories of living in in Germany for five years. And she would always say, that's going to be part of the Kathy Murray story. And we would laugh about it, but (laughs) we never did think that it would actually happen. So this has been been an amazing journey and getting this written with her. That is fantastic. I love that. What a great entry into a friendship and and building from there. So what we want to do is kind of give people an idea of how Audible Originals come about. So can you talk about how your your talking about this story ended up as an Audible Original? Who was the first one to say, hey, let's really write this? Well, I moved, sadly, I had to move away from Atlanta back to Connecticut. And I really missed Kathy. So we started working out over video, especially during COVID. It was super helpful. And at the same time, Audible approached me through my agent and said, would you like to do an Audible original? And I said, what an exciting idea. And the first thing I thought of was our story, Kathy's story. Because I thought that a novella would be kind of the perfect length. And, you know, I had it all written in my head already. So um, I asked Kathy, you know, what do you think? And that's how it started. Well, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> she told me this, that she wanted to to pitch my story. And I actually said, what story? And she said, you just story, your story of going to <laughs> Munich and coaching these girls and taking them from nothing to champions. And, you know, Martha's Martha Kelly, like that girls. <laughs> and, you know, and I said, but you can write about anybody. And she said, I, I, I'm really inspired by your story. And that's how it, how it started. And her instinct was spot on. It really is. It's such a fascinating story. And any, any listener is going to love it. The other question I have, though, is why do you think this novella and Audible Originals is the best vehicle to tell this story? I just, I, I love audiobooks. I feel like I can multitask while I'm doing them. And I feel like when I was writing it with Kathy, we, we tried to make it really come alive. I do that anyway when I, when I write my, my other books. But since it's only through Audible, I really tried to make it come alive in the reader's mind. And I also felt like the chapters could be shorter and... I don't know. I just thought it was the perfect medium. It's interesting when people ask why I did one, I say the same thing. Some stories feel like that is the right medium, right? It's a novella or it's, and when I went and looked up Audible Originals, because I was a bit unfamiliar years ago, just like you, and saw how many authors, huge best-selling authors like you, Martha Hall Kelly, did other stories and stories I hadn't heard of. And they were novellas or they were spinoffs of their novels. And I just download them like candy, especially when I'm traveling. (laughs) 
right? Like boom, boom, boom. So it's perfect for traveling. I know. Yes. And if you find an author you love and you're not, you know, it's not a full length novel like you, they, they'll find this and it's, it's, I want more and more people to find them, but I'd love to talk about writing as a team. I've never done it. And this is your first time too, Martha. What was your process? Tell me how you two did it. I I was nervous at first because, uh, as I said before, I'd never done it before. And but I know Kathy so well that I wasn't really worried about it. But but I have always written about people that are no longer with us, shall we say? And you know, it's one thing to write about somebody that was alive in the twenties and can't you know, call you up and, you know, say, why did you do that? But it's a different thing to write about someone, you know, it's Kathy's real life. So that's the part I was a little bit worried about. So I would just write chapters. And well, first of all, we started out with a real deep dive into Kathy's life. And I just asked her about everything, her mother, her father, where she grew up, the Ohio State years. And that was super helpful. Then I went off and wrote a couple chapters and came back, gave them to her, and she added her input. So ah. we, we just went back and forth like that, which was kind of perfect, I think. I don't know. What do you think, Kathy? Well, first, I had to remember back that oh, far. <laughs> it's not natural, is it, to think no, about this No, it is things. not. On a daily basis. Yeah. It is not. I actually had to really, we just, remember I sent you voice recordings. Mm-hmm. I just started going back. And what was it like when I was, you know, in this, this job that I hated in medical sales and, you know, I'd always taught fitness part time and, you know, telling my parents that I'm going to leave a fortune 500 job and move to Germany, <laughs> you know, and uh, just going through all the emotions on what it took to get there, what it was like when I, you know, landed, what it was like not to speak the language. So just, I would just send her recordings of, okay, this is what I remember. And this is what, how I remember meeting the girls. And I actually did reach out to them because, you know, to, to help me remember some things. So yeah, I think that's kind of how it came together. You were really a dream to work with, Kathy. It was so much fun. <laughs> I, I, I thought that you would be much more kind of reluctant about, you know, sharing the details of your life. But once you got into it, I think that you found it. You remembered things, too, that you had forgotten. Like one day, I remember you said, oh, yeah, we met Tom Selleck. I was like, what? How did you forget <laughs> that? Because you found a picture of you guys, the, right. the Ohio State cheerleaders. Yes. I went through a lot of photo albums. Luckily, I processed a lot of photos and, 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 and put them in a book. So yeah, when we went to Hawaii for the championship at Ohio State, it was Magnum PI was really big then. So he was filming and, and we got to meet him. So that's when I was like, oh, that's right. We did meet Tom Selleck. So funny. It's like you gave Martha a character sketch. I know Martha does yes. the same because we both write historical fiction and we spend mm-hmm. so much time diving into these real women and even imagined characters and giving them a life and a motivation and a childhood and a, you know, a psyche. And, and it sounds like what you two did, your roles got switched. Miss Kathy Murray, you were her therapist. And then she, she became yours by making (laughs) you 
dive into your life and your motivations. I, that's really fascinating. We usually are relying on primary source material that is not alive and breathing and talking to us. It made it so much easier, I have to say. And the fact that Kathy was so good about, one day I just said, what if we gave you like a hot Italian boyfriend? And she's like, okay, that sounds great. And I thought, you know, I I was a little afraid to, you know, bring that up at first, but then she was just so, so good about it. And where did the character of Annika come from? Talk to me about that. Annika is a composite of... um, all the different cheerleaders, because Kathy and I talked about it early on, and we didn't want to feature one of the girls. They had all become so close to Kathy. So we just decided to make it a composite. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, the girls were, you know, when I approached them about doing this, uh, this book, you know, I really wanted to assure them that, you know, I couldn't choose one or two, you know, I had like 15 girls. So Annika became the the composite character to, to get past that. And we do that so often in historical fiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We want to highlight every woman's bravery and resilience and perseverance. And sometimes we have to take this compilation of different women and put them into one character. So I love that that's, that that's where she came from. Exactly. The Friends and Fiction Writer's Block Podcast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Page One Books. The Page One Book subscription provides the personal touch of an indie bookstore with the delight and surprise of an online subscription service curated just for you. The literary matchmakers at Page One Books hand-select books just for you based on your preferences and their knowledge. At Page One Books, you are more than an algorithm. Shop now at pageonebooks.com. That's page, the number one, books.com. Choose their three, six, or 12-month subscription plan. The gift of Page One is always a custom fit. And now you can get 15% off all book subscriptions with the code FRIENDS15. just mentioned and you said it in the author's note too that you had approached the cheerleaders about being included and having their stories told how did they react oh they were excited i mean first of all i had not spoken to them matter of fact when i uh, a lot of them are my friends on facebook and when i had reached out and said hey i'd like to talk to you about something they were all (laughs) emailing me sending me messages saying someone hacked your Facebook account. Someone's pretending to be you. I'm like, no, it's me. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to reach you to, to talk about the, the book. So I got to, um, as many as I could together and we did a Zoom mm. and that was really nice. It was a great reunion because, you know, we were, they were young. They were 14, 15, 16. And now, you know, they're in their forties and they have families and, you know, independent working women. So it was just a really great reunion. And for them too, they said, you know, when they were cheerleaders, that was their family. So it was a really nice reunion to get back in touch with 
them, even though, you know, they, a lot of them live in the same city, you know, you go about your life and, and lose touch. So they were really pleased that they could um, reunite with each other that way also. That's awesome. And it's very rare that we get to go back and thank somebody who's had such an impact on our lives. So I bet it meant the world to them. And that's what I was saying. That's what story does. So many historical fiction books have brought together reunions of different sorts for different reasons, where people can come together and remember, even if they're the ancestors. Yes. So what was it like, Kathy, to tell your story? Like, how did it feel to bring all of that up? Because you're not a writer, and yet you were probably editing and working on it while doing fitness and athletics. That would be like me trying to teach a exercise class, which would go so poorly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I had a, a great teacher with Martha. I mean, she really helped me learn. You know, if I would, we would talk about a character, but she would say, well, what was you know, what was the expression or what was her hair like or what was, you know, what what scent did they have on? So she really gave me a crash course into writing that I never had. She really did. Martha, are That's you awesome. teaching exercise classes now? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be everyone would want their money back. No, <laughs> definitely not. But we did have a lot to talk about during our sessions. You know, I'd be on the treadmill walking away mm-hmm. and we'd talk about, you know, characters and stuff. It made right. made the time go by quickly. That's okay. true. That's awesome. So the question I have now is once you get it all together, you get it recorded. What's the path from your work to production in an Audible original? Martha? It's pretty easy. Um, Seamless, they, right? They're so good yeah. at it. They're so good at it and so quick. That's the beauty of it. I I love working with my publisher, Random House, but it takes a long time to produce a book. But I couldn't believe how quickly they did the Audible original. And before we knew it, once the manuscript was approved, they sent us voices, uh, possible voice actors for Kathy and I, you know, to pick one, basically. So that was super fun. And that happened really quickly, too, in a matter of weeks. And so they recorded it. And and that's pretty much it. It was it was really a dream, easy process. It's astounding how easy they make it. It's different. They're not producing a book and and distribution. So we miss, you know, a a lot of the the hassles and the fun of putting out, you know, a book you hold in your hands. But it's so seamless. You finish it. They edit it. They choose an incredible narrator. And they, you you probably had some input on the cover, and boom, it exists in the world. Yeah. Oh yes, I forgot the cover. That was super fun. Right. Yeah. They they gave yeah. us a lot of you know they 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 listened to our feedback on the cover. I actually uh, spoke to the to narrator because there was a lot of German words, and she she really wanted to make sure she was you know pronouncing the the German words correctly. So it was it was great. Yep, they're a dream to work with. You were so fortunate, too, to get the narrators that you did. They were really like, is it Junice who did the Kathy? Like, she yeah. blew me away last year with Wasn't a book called so Revival good? Season. And I was just, oh, she was spot on, spot on. She was great. Ron and I interviewed an audio narrator recently, Fiona Hardingham. And that she talked about how the audio narrators now have become this real community. Because audiobooks and Audible Originals have become 
so popular that the audio narrating acting and actors and actresses have this really great community. And you know, when you find one you like, you go try to find another book they narrated, just like we go try to find another author we like after we read a book we like. Now it's that way with narrators. And I I love that. I do. That's so cool. So I have one uh, quick question for you, Martha. How is it writing in this new format? Because you're used to a whole different process and procedure. And now here's this. Was it easier, harder? I loved it. It's just, you get that immediate gratification. I mean, Patty knows it, it's, you know, historical fiction, especially there's a lot of back work research and just, I know, I know it's crazy. And it, I mean, it's fun or we wouldn't be doing it, uh, but it is, it, it was just a real palate cleanser to be able to just say, Hey, here's our idea. Uh, do do the fun research with Kathy and then just dive in and, and have that immediate gratification. It, it was, I loved it. And, and I do have to say that when I was making sure that um, Martha wanted to do this and she said, Kathy, I write about dead people. <laughs> she said, this is, I'm writing about someone living. This is going to be really fun. <laughs> so much easier. When I was writing about Caroline Faraday, it was like, hen, you know, finding hen's teeth, trying to get information about her. But with Kathy, I'd just say, hey, what was your mom like? What was your, and she'd describe it and I'd be like, oh my God, this is so great. Send you pictures of my childhood home. Yes. Okay. Oh I'm going to pick yeah. living people from now on. Yes. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> All right. I know that sometimes when we write, Martha, themes bubble up. And sometimes they're deliberate. Sometimes we go into a story saying, this theme is really going to be crucial to my story. And sometimes they appear when we're writing. And I know in this Audible original, racism is faced head on in both sports and also in Germany. Can you talk a little bit about that thread and if it was something you both started to see when you started to write or if you went in saying we really need to make sure we look at this. Kathy, what do you think? I think that talking about my story, I was, you know, I was younger and I think a lot of the things that I was going through, being pulled over and and that kind of thing, it wasn't until I started recalling a lot of what had happened to Martha that I was like, wow, I really, really went through something. But at the time, I was just trying to survive. I was working and I chose to live there. So that's, you know, I could always leave if, if I didn't like it. But, you know, Martha knows me. I don't I like a good love, good challenge. So I'm not just going to cut and run when things get tough. But I think that. I think actually the year before that, Martha, we really bonded with the killing of George George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And she really was trying to understand what I was going through as a black person, what I was going through. And we had a lot of talks about that. And, and I really do appreciate her wanting to know, you know, we talked about books and we talked about movies to, for her to, to understand she could never understand, but I just really appreciated her trying to understand and, and what I would was, was going through 
with with the racism then, you know, and, and today what what we as black people go through that you couldn't even understand. So she she was she was really great. Oh. Well, I write a lot about injustice in, in my historical fiction. And Kathy, when you first started talking about your story, you would say things like, oh, yeah, well, I went out with um, my German friend and we looked for an apartment for me. But once they saw me, they would just slam the door in my face. And I thought, oh, my God. How and, and Kathy was just so casual about it and saying things like, oh, yeah, I was rollerblading and a man, you know, called me a terrible name and tried, you know, pushed me and I almost fell off my skates. I just thought, oh, my God, how do you just like talk about that like it's an everyday thing? So even back then, when we first started talking about it, I thought, you know, this, you know, someone needs to know this story. It's a really important one. So it sounds like you went in knowing that this was going to be a big part of it and then watching how it bubbled up, kind of a dual, a dual thread there. Yeah, we never actually talked about it, right, Kathy? I mean, I think we both knew we're on the same page and, you know, it, I, I don't think we ever had to really, you know, say it in words. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and it really comes through in the narration. Yes. It really, you can you can hear it, you can feel it, you can be mad about it and... But it's it's somebody's reality. Um, so I want to thank you both for joining us today. Before you go, though, can you tell everybody where to find you online and on the social medias, and also where to go if they want more information about this story? You go first, Kathy. Yay! I can be found. My my website is uh, Fit Bodies. It's Fit Hyphen Bodies B as in boy O D I E S dot net. I'm on social media, Facebook, Fit Bodies, or Kathy Murray, Try Baby. I'm a triathlete, so on Instagram, I'm Try Baby One. And you're a writer. And I'm a writer right. now. Now you're a writer. Thanks to Martha. Fancy. <laughs> and I'm at MarthaHallKelly.com. And everything can be found there, all the social media. I'm on everything. So, yeah. Thank you so much for having Thank us today. Thank you for having us. Oh it's so fun. So Great. fascinating. I really could talk about this for a lot longer, but I just, it it makes me, you, you, you mentioned briefly at the beginning, you were jealous when people had collaborated and I have both an admiration and a fantastic fear of doing it. So I'm really proud of y'all. This is, this is a story that needed to be told. Thanks so much, Patty. And Ron. And Ron. Thank you. Ron, I, I. All right. Yes. Oh, she's showing you. Yes. She is showing me her her admiration for Ohio Ohio State. State. Still have it. Good for you. (laughs) So this story is so inspirational, and I know that if our listeners have not already done so, they will be lining up to lend an ear to this. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. And that concludes part one of our two-part discussion about Audible Originals. Join us next week for part two, where we have the great honor of talking with Don Katz, the founder behind the genius that is Audible. You are not going to want to miss this fascinating conversation. You won't even believe it. Audible is actually branching out into live theater. So stay tuned. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in for this truly remarkable and inspiring episode. On behalf of Patty, Mary Kay, Kristen, and Christy, we so appreciate your supporting the podcast. Please share with a friend.
Thank you to our presenting sponsors, Charleston Coffee Roasters and Page One Books for their generous support. Show our sponsors some love by following them on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to their email newsletters. Remember, use code Coffee with friends for 20% off bagged coffees at Charleston Coffee Roasters and code friends, plural, friends 15 for 15% off book subscriptions at page one. Thank you for tuning in to the Friends and Fiction Writers Block podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. Tune in every Friday for another episode. And you can also join us every week on Facebook or YouTube, where our live Friends and Fiction show airs at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are so glad you're here. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.